This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. And you're listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM. Hello everyone, I'm here with Sudali Sen, a member of the Dunedin Burmese community, here to talk about the uh, vigil that's happening on Monday. Kia ora, Sudali. Kia ora, Ariana. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you so much. So the last time you were here was last year. I yeah, definitely. Um, last year we were promoting our fundraising concert. Which is crazy how much things have changed, but also how similar things are as well. Yeah, um, so like there was a lot of momentum last year. You know, we had a lot of media at the start and then just we had you know we had a really good turnout with our concert and everything and then just after that I think people just kind of got really exhausted just running on adrenaline and like it's kind of slowed down but um and slowed down in terms of media and stuff as well and so there's been no media attention and what's going on back home because things actually escalated so much since since then but no one knows anything about it and so you know, we're coming up to an anniversary that is very significant and important to us, which is why we are holding this vigil on Monday at 7pm. Yes. Yeah. Um, can you tell us more about the um, anniversary of what we're supporting on Monday? Yeah, um, so this um, anniversary is like a remembrance and that is special and significant to the people of Myanmar. It is um, it is to remember the fallen who, have, who died back in 1998 um, and their fight to freedom... Um, for democracy and against the military junta, and um, like, and it's very, very important today, especially with the coup that happened last year, and then the recent significant killing of three publicly made um, political activists um, under a capital punishment with no judicial process and stuff, and um, and especially on like a religious event and a religious day back home and. Like, um, but like those three were like publicly made, but we've had other deaths prior to it, on elite afterwards that haven't been publicly made, and like families aren't able to collect their bodies to perform traditional funeral um, processions for them, which is really sad. Yeah, that must be really tough um, for your community. Can you tell us about the situation with the um, Dinina community? Um, yeah, um, I th- uh, a lot of the. Members are very upset about the recent um, killings back home, but not just here in Dunedin, nationwide. So, like, we've this is why we're doing um, this is actually a nationwide vigil that's going to be happening around New Zealand. We have Auckland, we have Nelson, and ourselves, and I'm not sure about who else will be involved in this um, nationwide vigil. Um, But yeah, this is just like um, to kind of Remember everyone who sacrificed themselves, like students, children, just like just everyone who are trying to fight for our freedom, for like to come away from this military oppression that we've been having for years, and then having that little bit of freedom back a few years later, um, few years ago, and now being brought back into this with like no, with nothing, like being back into square one, like so everyone is fighting like we don't want this, you know, this is not what we want anymore. We don't want this for our future future generations and and stuff. So how can people of the need and support the vigil and um, the things that you're doing to uh, raise awareness of the vigil as well? I think mainly for us is that, you know, we would love to see just that continuous support that we've been having from New Zealanders here, you know, just showing up, you know, being there for us and just, you know, really just spreading this awareness that's kind of just gone 
gone pretty much and then especially like you know we've had no humanitarian help from any international sectors you know um not like you know the recent ukraine situation it was very upsetting to hear that at the same time it almost it makes us feel like quite um we lose a little bit of hope in the international sector because we've been asking for help and we haven't received any we haven't you know they haven't given us the same sort of um, resources like they have to Ukraine and it's like it's really a huge hit on us and our movement and like people are really disheartened by all of this mm. yeah what's interesting is that people stop talking about yeah, it exactly. even though it's still going yeah, on yeah yeah and like the killings are just getting worse and worse there's like no electricity or they put on electricity when and where they want the militaries control it and so you can only use electricity when they want you to and so when you, depending on where you are you might be able to access a little um, wi-fi and then send out alerts or send out you know what's updating and what's happening back home from the ground floor otherwise it's really quiet there's just no nothing for the people back home do you have family and friends back home i have family back home um i don't have any friends because i didn't grow up there <laughs> <laughs> but you know um we do i do have family back home and um the region that my family is from is actually one of a few many regions that have been heavily affected by the military with bombings and fires and like plus a few other ethnic groups that are around and it's just like i don't know if my mum has heard anything from my grandparents back home just yet well just my grandmother i think at the moment but yeah so it's it's quite like we have we're very careful of when and how we get received messages and stuff like that that's so yeah. scary because uh, you don't know who's uh, on yeah, the other end yeah exactly and um we there's like a little fear within the community right now um i was made aware that um we do have some um people who are connections to the military here in dunedin we just i just found out recently and it's m- making people a little bit not trusting and so it's it's a bit like I understand for them because they've have connections back home and they have families still there like I have families but um because I didn't grow up there my birth wasn't registered I was like and when I was born I was literally running for my life you know surviving so my birth is nowhere so they can't really kind of find me if they want to do that makes any sense but for for the others who are here is is hard for them so they you know we've had to make a um, decision that we have to remove people off you know our facebook pages our public pages and just be careful of what and how we share our things here as well because there has been incidences in other cities that things have been reported back and like their families back home have been affected or um, if money has been sent, money gets caught wherever they get sent out to, and then those people get punished heavily. So, yeah. That is such a hard position to be in. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, like, at the same time as, like, I I personally, like, um, feel saddened for some of the people who do have that military con- um, connections, but they probably didn't choose to, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and it's so, it's like... But you know, the majority of the community want to feel safe, so we have to kind of make that decision together. You yeah. have to keep each other safe yeah, as exactly, well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That is such a tough position to be in, especially because there's a small community Yeah, here exactly. Like we're already small enough as it is, and yeah. then to have that insecurity you know, of not knowing what could happen next if somehow, like, like we're not saying they would probably... Re- it, but we don't know who's watching their pages or who's watching the information coming in kind of stuff mm. so yeah it's really hard when the actions you do here will affect people back home yeah definitely so like that's why 
um, our numbers here in terms of who actually does certain things have like literally decreased to like three people because everyone is so afraid in terms of how and what they do because they still have uh, like children back home, families, husbands back home that they like you know they want to keep safe. So it's it's very very like stressful and like yeah sad times for those. Yes. Individuals, yeah. Let's talk about the vigil again mm-hmm. uh, with the information um, and when the event is happening so that people can come and support. Yep. Um, so the vigil will be on Monday, the 8th of August at 7 p.m. at the Octagon. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So if, if um, you just want to you know, come and show us support, you know, to show that, you know, we have unity, solidarity by New Zealanders here to stop the atrocities that have been committed by our military junta back home. You know, we, you know, we want to show that we want justice. You know, we want this to end now. We don't want to continue. We don't, you know, we will fight until until we win, no matter what happens kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. And how else people can support if they're not at the vigil? Um, I th- I'm not sure at that point. <laughs> we haven't gotten that far. But I think our main priority is that, you know, even if they'd like to just to show up, you know, cause, because we have a small community. So it'd be great to see the numbers, you know, the support in those numbers. That will mean a lot for us. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much for no coming here today and share. I know it's really hard to talk about these things because it's <laughs> so personal to yeah, you. Yeah, I'm... I'm surprised that I haven't cried. <laughs> <laughs> and you did during the first yeah. interview. And, you know, I wouldn't blame people mm. who would cry at yeah. these kinds of things. It's so vulnerable to be able to talk about these yeah. things. As yeah. I think I kind of braced myself today. I was like, I think having my notes kind of helped kind of settle my um, thoughts and my train of like speaking and stuff, so, which is good. Yeah. yeah, and it's so good to have you here to speak on behalf of the Burmese community and to share your personal experiences as well. Yeah, well, we are very, very thankful to have this opportunity, like, you know, especially last minute. It was just like, I was so thankful and amazed when you responded back to me so quickly and I was just like oh my god yes <laughs> of course so the vigil will be happening on Monday at 7pm yeah um, that's correct yes yes um, so thank you so much thank you so much Arena, for having me thank you thanks for listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.